The following is a Pro Football Network podcast, the primary voice for pro football at profootballnetwork.com. Matt Allage, and let's get to our NFL Draft College football side of things. The Senior Bowl is here this week, and I want to welcome on our Pro Football Network fantasy, not our Pro Football Network fantasy, our Pro Football Network NFL Draft and college football analyst. See, fantasy and analyst, they kind of go together. That's where I got mixed up. Let's welcome in Ollie Hopkinson, ladies and gentlemen. Ollie, great to see you. I'm tongue-tied today trying to get analyst and fantasy not mixed up together. Apologies for that, my friend. How are you? I'm doing good. Don't don't come to me for fantasy football analysis. That's uh, that's that's a terrible mistake to make. You don't you don't want any of that analysis out of me. You see the state of some of my uh, fantasy football leagues, man. That's 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 the wrong place to come to. Well, you know, one of the things we're going to talk to you about here today, obviously, look, it's a busy week. Pro Football Network's college football and NFL draft department boots on the ground at the East-West Shrine Bowl. We had the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl this past weekend. But this week, the one thing that everybody's looking forward to, it is the Senior Bowl. And there's a wide variety of media folks, including everybody at Pro Football Network. We have Aaron Wilson. We have Adam Baisley, Dalton Miller. We have Ian Cummings, Cam Miller, Tony Pauline. They're all on the ground right now in Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl, which happens this uh, Saturday, February 5th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and that game will happen on the NFL Network. Ollie, you're joining us here today to talk about some of your top five prospects that you believe that football fans need to keep their eye on. Let's bring up one of the first ones here, and that's going to be Cameron Thomas, defensive lineman out of San Diego State. Why is he a prospect that you believe people should watch? I absolutely love Cameron Thomas, and and this is a really deep, talented edge class. You know, everyone knows the headline names. Everyone knows Aiden Hutchinson. Everyone knows Kaylon Thibodeau, George Kalaftis, David Dijabo. So much talent. When I watched Cameron Thomas, he there isn't a player I don't think that I immediately just went wow when I when I saw the first very first play that I've a film that I put on, and then the next play, and the next play, and the next play. He was described by Ben Fennell as a Mountain West um, equivalent of Aiden Hutchinson. He's been compared to a Wisconsin-era J.J. Watt, Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year, unbelievable production this year, just uh, an incredible talent at the Mountain West level. And everything that you see on tape out of Cameron Thomas leads you to think that he can translate that to the NFL seamlessly. He's a guy who I think has got first-round potential, Strong, powerful hands, devastating punch, fast hands, an incredible athlete for his size. You know, we talk about George Kalaftis, who's best part of 6'4", 6'5", 270 pounds. Cameron, Cameron Thomas weighed in at the senior bowl at 260, a little bit lighter than what he's listed for San Diego State. But he's a big, imposing guy who can go through you, he can go around you, he can go under you. Anyway, you want to get to the quarterback, Cameron Thomas is a guy that you, he, he can do it. And in Mobile he's going to have the opportunity to show he can do it against upper echelon talent as well. Cause I think that's the big, the big question mark. Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, obviously today it's the first day of practice in mobile. Obviously, you know, a little bummed out. There's no TV coverage of it here today on the NFL network. I know that they're working on that. Obviously we'll see something tomorrow, but you get the insight, you get the interviews and there's a reason why they say the draft starts in mobile. And obviously Jim Nagy has done a fantastic job of putting this together year in and year out, being able to provide us with media coverage and access to some of the best athletes that are going into this year's NFL draft. And realistically, it's a chance where you get to see premier talent, but you also get to see talent that has a chance to elevate their stock as well. And I I think in particular, we saw a guy last year at the Senior Bowl really kind of elevate his game a little bit, and that was Quinn Miners out of Wisconsin Whitewater. Played at a D3 school, but he was going to the Senior Bowl, and he was dominating one-on-ones against Division One talent. 
This is what I think people tune in for because it doesn't matter what level of football you play at the collegiate level, D1, NAIA, D2. I mean, you go to D3, you have the opportunity. If you can get your, you know, get in front of the right people, which obviously there's a lot of NFL scouts and personnel executives here at the Senior Bowl this week, something to keep an eye on there. So obviously keep an eye on Cameron Thomas, defensive lineman, ladies and gentlemen, out of San Diego State. One of your next prospects you have on here is Tariq Woolen, defensive back out of UTSA. Now, look, Ollie, I'm a defensive back guy. I, I love studying DBs. One of the things I always look at is can they play press? Can they play off-man coverage? Can they do both? How good are their hips? How good are their eyes? And also footwork. I mean, it's so key if you want to have sustainability in the NFL, not to mention the ability to get that click and close all together, that being able to execute, utilize, squeezing the hip, using the sideline as that 12th man, as we like to say. Why, uh, why do you have your eye on Tariq Woolen this weekend? I'll tell you what, Cody, we should have you down in Mobile doing some uh, some scouting and some analysis of these <laughs> cornerback prospects because it's a stacked cornerback group. And Tariq Woolen is a guy who is going to stand out this week for a number of reasons. But let's start with the measurables because the kid is six foot three and three eight. So the best part of six, three and a half. Um, he is 205 pounds, got arm length of 33 and a half inches. And this is a cornerback prospect who has got a laser timed 4.34 seconds. So he's got insane speed for his size. He um, his his broad jump again, a, a, an officially measured broad jump, bigger than Jalen Ramsey's when Jalen Ramsey was coming into the NFL. He's a freak athlete. There's, there's literally no other way to put it. He's a former wide receiver who is just learning in his trade, really. Two years experience playing cornerback. But he's already showed in those two years the ability to develop that athletic ability into the position. Some of the things you just mentioned for, for cornerbacks, he's already starting to show that he can do that. He can develop those, those skills to play cornerback. And, you, you know, he's got a lot of work to do. But when you're a kid who has shown that he can develop in a short space of time. The NFL is all about turning athletic potential into um, into into the the on-field product. You know, there's just more and more you see that it's translating athletic ability onto the field. You can't coach that athletic ability, and Tariq Woolen has got it in spades. Now, it's a tough wide receiver group. There's a lot of the wide receiver talent, so he's gonna he's gonna really have to be up on his A game against this wide receiver talent and mobile but this is this is why you go to games like the senior ball to show that you can do it i think a, an nfl team is gonna get con get in, get in contact with three wall and they're gonna be able to interview him they're gonna be able to see what sort of a man he is they're gonna see what sort of an athlete he is they're gonna see that he's a coachable um kid and i think the nfl is gonna fall in love with three wall Oh, you know, one thing I always look forward to seeing, especially with guys that played wide receiver convert to DB, they have a knowledge of how wide receivers work because they play. They understand how to attack a DB's leverage, which is always interesting. Now, when you combine the IQ, the cerebral nature of the game with the athletic traits there, obviously for a cornerback, one of the most de demanding positions to play in football, and especially when you get to the NFL level, it is one of the toughest positions to play because the way that the game has translated to the rules, it benefits offensive players so much, it's hard to play defense these days in the NFL. So looking forward to seeing what Tariq Woolen is going going to do obviously this Saturday at the Senior Bowl, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time on the NFL Network. But let's get to a quarterback prospect. Now, obviously, a lot of great quarterback prospects that are going to be here at the Senior Bowl. One of them that you mentioned, Bailey Zappi, quarterback out of Western Kentucky. Why do you have your eye on him specifically this weekend? 
I absolutely love Bailey Zappi, and I think it's easy to fall in love with a guy who just had a historic season, right? Nearly 6,000 passing yards, 62 touchdowns, just incredible production, and he's done that at every step that he's been at, so Western Kentucky, at Houston Baptist, but that's the kind of the big knock on Bailey Zappi is, is he just a scheme guy? You know, the whole staff from HB, uh, from Houston Baptist, went over to Western Kentucky. They facilitated this incredible season that Western Kentucky had, that Bailey Zappi had. So I think that's one of the huge things is going to be in Mobile is what does Bailey Zappi do against an elevated level of competition? What does he do outside of a, a scheme, a system with coaches that he's not familiar with and who he's not comfortable with? They're the big questions that he's going to answer in Mobile. For me, I think he's a guy who can A, answer those questions. He can B, answer those questions with a plum. And I think he's a guy who, you look at this quarterback class, we're, we're talking Kenny Pickett, we're talking Carson Strong, Desmond Ritter. Those guys have been on the field already this afternoon. We're about to see Zappi's group go onto the field alongside Malik Willis. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and Zappi, for me, I've said it on a number of shows that I've been on, I think he has the potential to be... Um, the best quarterback that comes out of this class. I think he's got the potential to have the longest career of any quarterback in this class. And it all starts with his mental aptitude. The guy is, it just exudes football intelligence. Pre-snap, post-snap reads, adjustments. This kid can make them. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Both equally impressive pre-snap and post-snap. His ball placement is in, in, impeccable with anticipation he's not got the strongest arm in the in the world he's not going to blow you away like a malik willis or a desmond ridder or cosmos strong who's probably got the best arm in this entire class he's, he's not going to blow you away with that but everything else that comes with is so um he's so intelligent the pocket awareness is there but he can throw with velocity on short intermediate throws tight windows the kid can do it and i think he, he's probably going to go into this process underrated but he's going to turn some heads in mobile, I think, this weekend. Well, real quick, Tommy Garrett in the chat, he, you know, we'll, he asked one question we'll get to towards the end of the show here, but one thing he mentioned, Malik Willis coming in at 220 is fire. I, I'm excited about seeing Malik Willis as well, especially for the prospects, because no one right now really knows which quarterback's going first, which quarterback is going where, round one, round two, round three, undrafted. I mean, it is wide open right now, and we see these narratives all the time. But ladies and gentlemen, Pro Football Network is boots on the ground in mobile right now. Check out the Twitter handle at PFN Draft to be able to see the live ongoing coverage from Cam Miller, Tony Pauline, Ian Cummings, Aaron Wilson, Adam Beasley, and Dalton Miller, a wide variety of pro football network at Mobile right now. So stay up to date with that. Uh, you know, outside of that, your next prospect here, Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State. And, you know, first off, before we talk about him, I just want to say North Dakota State always is like a factory of pumping out these underrated, really ridiculous athletes that come onto the NFL and contribute, whether role players. I mean, one guy that comes to mind, somebody that I'm familiar with, Derek Tuska from a few years ago. We obviously know Carson Wentz is obviously a guy out of North Dakota State. But now even Trey Lance is going to get his chance here in 2022 for the 49ers. What about Christian Watson should people be focusing on this week? Uh, for me, it's what shouldn't they be focusing on because there's, this kid brings so much to the table. Um, yesterday was huge, I think, for Christian Watson. Measurements, he is listed by North Dakota State at 6'5", 208. Um, which there'd been quite some dubiousness about with a few different figures banded around. Official measurement yesterday, 6'4", 211 pounds. This kid runs a 4'4 in high school. You've got to think with the combine training that he's going to do, he's going to come in under 4'4 at that size. And it's they're all numbers. When you put the tape on, you see what that actually means on the field. 
three level threat who is he accelerates so well good long speed he's remarkably agile for his size which is something that you know when you're a big and fast wide receiver you often think that he's just going to go in a straight line downfield well this is not what christian watson is he, he he's a true three level threat he's been used out of the backfield for for north dakota state used on screens and you know little trick plays motion plays just because he can bring everything after the catch as well plays with a little physicality as well which you kind of expect for a guy of his size but you know this is what one of the things when you're assessing wide receiver talent can they block in the run game can they be physical at the catch point <coughs> and christian watson can do all that and for me I think he's a, a guy who puts himself, even in this wide receiver class, which is deep with talent throughout all three days, I think he goes out to Mobile, he shows out, he puts himself into day two contention quite comfortably. Um, there, there's some little bits and pieces you want to see out of him in Mobile this week. And, and from what we've seen so far of little snippets on Twitter, because today's practice being criminally under televised nothing on the SPN, nothing on nfl network today but christian watson looks like he's out there running sharp routes which is one of the things that i wanted to see from his game he can be a little bit guilty of rounding off on his route running but it looks like he's sharp out there i'm really looking forward to seeing how he puts it all together this week and, and elevates himself into the national uh, national attention well, you know, I think the important thing you mentioned it too, right? A lot of things that scouts and personnel executives are looking at from wide receivers. Look, they already see the tape. They see the athleticism. They see the plays that they can make from being able to catch, beat a three-level threat. But the main thing is how good are you and how willing are you to block as a, as a wide receiver, which is the number one thing in the NFL. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, wide receiver, you go out and you catch all the passes. No, most NFL teams, I've talked to several wide receiver coaches and they say, hey, if you can't come in right away and if you can't block, you're going to see time on the bench. You're not going to get on the field because you have to be able to block to be able to set things up which is so important especially as we see the nfl evolve to this passing league the dynamics is still sprinkling in you know wide receivers who can block and get downfield and destroy guys like we get excited when george kittle buries a dude i get excited when i see a wide receiver do that and obviously we saw george pickens do that for georgia several times here obviously the season en route to their quest to the national championship so i'm with you there ollie i'm keeping my eye on christian watson this weekend just because you said it you know another guy i'm going to keep my eye on too is trey mcbride out of colorado state we'll talk about that a little bit later there but your final prospect your fifth prospect that you have as a must-have for people to watch this weekend Rashad White running back out of Arizona State and look as you're going to see on the picture that pops up on the screen here ladies and gentlemen an athletic freak and hop over people can get sky high you know Ollie why do you have your eye on him oh so many reasons the, one of the one of the main reasons I want to highlight Rashad White is because when you play in the Pac-12 there is a criminal um lack of exposure and we saw it when Christian McCaffrey didn't win the Heisman playing out of Stanford because people don't watch enough Pac-12 football. And for me, I don't think you've got an excuse. It's on at four, five, six o'clock in the morning here in the UK. If I can watch it, why aren't you watching it? The But, but Richard Whiteman is coming off the back of a 1,000-yard rushing season, 15 touchdowns, over 450 receiving yards. He, for me, is one of the best pass-catching backs in this 2022 NFL draft class. But he's a smooth, efficient, effective running back. He as fast going forward, sideways as he is forward, very little wasted motion. You know, you see um the, the famously was a video of Kenneth Walker this year where he <coughs> excuse me, one of his uh, one of his cuts and literally no no slowing him down. That's what Rashad White is as well, man. He cut and no wasted 
no wasted speed, no wasted motion from the kid. He's um, he's just an incredible talent. Long speed, acceleration, cut, spin, hurdle, you name it. Rashad White can do it. Receiving threat. I want to see him. If there's one thing I want to see out of him in Mobile, I want to see his work as a blocker. Yes. Um, a little bit of technical refinement from that perspective. A few reps on his film where he was absolutely bowled over or shocked back by guys that you would expect him to at least be able to go toe-to-toe with. We're not talking 280-pound defense fans, you know, some some smaller linebacks and stuff that were really able to shock him in, in pass protection and run blocking. But other than that, I think Rashad White is a guy who... He's gonna he's gonna elevate his stock sufficiently in Mobile to be considered a, a a day two guy for me. Well, for running backs, it's all about being able to see the you know the, the vision, your ball carrier vision. If you're taking a stretch play, you know if you see that opening cut to the inside, do you take it? Do you put your foot in the ground? I mean, a lot of people want to see running backs run north south, not east west, which oftentimes we see some guys do here. But wide as well, you mentioned the important element of pass protection as a running back. So critical, and it's all about leverage. Do you see it, right? Because I think pre-snap, you're, you're always trying to key in on the quarterback. Quarterback's going to try to communicate who the mic is, but you have to recognize if a nickel, if a nickel guy is going to be blitzing from your side, there's that communication piece there. If you have A-gap protection or if you have backside, you have to make sure that you get across that you see and you're locating because near threat to your quarterback is always a, a, you know, a level of chance that you don't want to take if you are an NFL prospect, and especially for you know a coaching staff, for a quarterback, you don't want your guy to take shots there. So Keep an eye on that, obviously, this week when you watch the Senior Bowl here. Real quick, Tommy Garrett, you know, a lot of things here, too, and he's giving you a lot of praise here in the chat. He says, all he knows, I love me some Rashad White. When he hits the second level, he is gone. The part that frustrates me to no end is how he goes down to arm tackles far too often for a back his size, right? So I think, obviously, for him, once you get to the NFL level, your preparation gets stronger, being able to keep your feet churning as you keep running through contact. It's tough, though. It's easier said than done. It's easier for me to say it here, sitting from my analyst position, uh, you know, Ali. So keep an eye on that. But the one question here before we get off air here on today's episode, Pro Football Network Daily, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much here on Twitch.tv slash Pro Football Network. Tommy did pose the question out there. He says, is there any surprise in Cook, Dotson, or Haskins opting out of the Senior Bowl? Um, is there a surprise? A little bit. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the um, the reason is for these guys. We're going to try and do a little bit of digging and find out what the reasons are. Every year, for one reason or another, you do have prospects who who um, opt to, to not take part. Um, they've accepted their invites. So up until this last week, they were, they were planning on being there. So at the moment, you wonder if there's a little <clears throat> global situation uh, element to it. You don't, you know, it's one of those variables that are thrown into it. But I would have expected, specific, uh, especially a guy like Hassan Haskins, who had um, a great season, great end to the season, but wasn't sort of ultimately hyped up coming into the season and still wasn't a guy who people were putting in alongside the likes of Isaiah Spiller, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker. He had an opportunity to, to come into Mobile and really enhance his stock. So I wouldn't think it would simply be a, a case of him just going, Do you know what, I don't need to turn up in Mobile. I think there's probably n- niggling injuries here and there, potentially for some of these guys. Um, and, and obviously there, there's a sort of multiple extenuating factors that could be in play. But we're gonna we're gonna try and do some digging and find out why these guys have, have opted not to take part this weekend. On two, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned at profootballnetwork.com slash obviously draft. If you want to be, take part in our mock draft, similar ladies and gentlemen, look 
there's two teams in the Super Bowl right now. Everybody else is out. So if your team is not playing in the Super Bowl, make sure you head over to profootballnetwork.com slash mock draft. Take part in the mock draft simulator that we have. It is the best on the market. And I'm not just selling that just to sell that. It is the actual truth. It puts you in control of the team that you root for, where you can conduct a one round or a seven round mock draft. You get controlled speed, but there's also premium features, ladies and gentlemen, that are absolutely free. You don't have to pay to make trades. You don't have to pay to receive trades. And the mock draft board is updated every single week, up to date, as accurate as possible. One of the best out there on the market, profootballnetwork.com slash mock draft. Not to mention, you see Ollie, Cam, and Ian. They conduct a lot of mock drafts at profootballnetwork.com. So go check out their latest mock drafts and obviously inside information, everything you need for all things college football, profootballnetwork.com. Be sure to check it out today. And obviously, the Senior Bowl conducts on this Saturday, NFL Network at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. Check out the coverage of the live tweeting process at PFN Draft, where PFN is boots on the ground on location in Mobile, Alabama. And for Ollie's work as well, follow him on Twitter at OJ Hodgkinson as well. Ollie, thank you so much for your insight on today's episode of Pro Football Network Daily. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me on, man. Always great insight here from Ollie Hodgkinson, our Pro Football Network NFL Draft Analyst. See, I got it right there. College Football NFL Draft Analyst, not fantasy analyst there. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, Pro Football Network Daily here on Twitch.tv slash Pro Football Network. If you're a brand new viewer of the show, you love daily NFL talk amongst college football, fantasy football, draft, betting. We have you covered here, Twitch.tv slash Pro Football Network. Plus, next week, we are boots on the ground in Los Angeles for Radio Row. Some amazing sit-down interviews that are lined up all throughout the week. I can't wait to share it with you as it gets a little bit closer. But ladies and gentlemen, we're looking forward to being boots on the ground in LA for Super Bowl 56 SoFi Stadium. You're going to get coverage on myself, a one-on-one sit-down interview with Trey Wingo as we preview the Super Bowl matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love the show, hit that follow button here so you can receive access and notifications to every show that we do here on twitch.tv slash Pro Football Network. And if you want to subscribe and you want to watch this show completely ad-free, hit that subscribe button right now. If you have an Amazon Prime membership, they automatically take care of the cost to subscribe today so once again appreciate you all for tuning in and checking things out here and obviously a major shout out here for the follow to sancho bermuda thank you so much for the follow we appreciate you and can't wait to see you back here tomorrow 2 p.m eastern time twitch.tv slash pro football network i'm your host as always cody work we'll see you then